<sighs> Good morning, everybody. Sorry, that was a yawn. Um, I normally do that yawn before I go live. Um, I'll just give it a few moments for people to catch up and get online. Good morning. It is so nice to see your little circular faces popping up and your little profile pics. I hope you're all doing well. Um, love to know how you're doing. Pop it in the comments. Uh, share how you're feeling, how, how life's going. Hope you've got your morning brew. I've got my see-through cup again. This time I've gone for cafetiere coffee. Having heart palpitations though because it's, what is it? It's quarter, oh, it's quarter past nine, and I've already had three uh, three of these today. Um, I think it might kill me, but it's the good elixir of life. Um, so yeah, how are you all doing? Loving the sun. I'm loving the sun. It's definitely time for a barbecue, I think. I've got the ingredients in the fridge. Um, yeah, barbecue delicious anyway uh so thank you for joining us in morning prayer um sorry a, a bit loopy today um if you don't know me and you're joining us for the first time welcome my name's sean um and uh, we've been doing this every single day um since lockdown started really and uh, it's just been an incredible um uh, mass experiment that's uh, turned into something quite beautiful um where we as uh, a, a people have been able to gather each morning and center ourselves on Jesus and um, uh, I am loving it and morning prayer is definitely incredible so thank you for being a part of it. Um, just a reminder as always um, that uh, God is present wherever you are, that he is not distant and high off um, hiding away up in the clouds somewhere even though there aren't no clouds to hide in today. He is uh, chosen by his Holy Spirit to be present with you. And um, that's an incredible thing, which means that God wants to speak to you today. He's got things for you, wants to refresh you today. Bible says where two or three are gathered, there I am amongst them and he's here. Um, so today we're using Common Prayer. So if you uh, want to follow along, it's commonprayer.net. Um, and uh, I'm straying from the path. I, I've only ever done Hope Weavers. So um it's 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 time to push the boat out so shall we begin let me just load up the ipad um so commonprayer.net if you want to follow along um if you are following along you'll see that there are bits in bold um if you are confident enough to wherever you're at um you can read the bold bits out loud uh to participate um but if you're not following along no worries um just enjoy it um, shall we pray and invite God to be with each one of us? So, Father God, we thank you that we get to do this every day. And Father God, we thank you for the community of morning prayer that you have built up amongst us. And Jesus, we just pray that this morning as we start the beginning of our day with you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would refresh us and renew us and fill us to overflowing this morning. Amen. So let's begin. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall forever be. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord. 
let us shout for the joy to the rock of our salvation. Find us in your love, O Lord, and lead us in your path. So a reading from Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5. If you're following along, there's some bits and bolts, so you can um, say those out loud if you wish. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives your sins and heals all your infirmities. He redeems your life from the grave and crowns you with mercy and loving kindness. He satisfies you with good things and your youth is renewed like an eagle's. Find us in your love, O Lord, and lead us in your path. So if you've got a Bible handy, um, uh, I'm reading from the NLT. Today's reading is um, Luke chapter 8 verses 40 to 56. I'll give you a moment to find it. Um, it's really cool to read along if, you, if you're able to. So Luke 8, 40 to 56, this is what it says. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, uh, I'm going to say Jairus, a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowds, and a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked, and everyone denied it. And then Peter said, Master, um, uh, the whole crowd is passing up against you. But Jesus said, someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. And when the woman realised that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell at her knees in front of him. And the whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking to her, a messenger arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, and he told him, Your daughter is dead. There is no use troubling you now, teacher. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just have faith, and she will be healed. When they arrived at the house, Jesus wouldn't let anyone go in except Peter, John, James, the little girl's father and mother. And the house was filled with people weeping and wailing. But he said, stop weeping. She isn't dead, but she's only asleep. And the crowd laughed at him because they all knew that she had died. And then Jesus took her by the hand and said in a loud voice, my child, get up. And at, the moment, at that moment, her life returned to her. And she immediately stood up. Then Jesus told them, to give her something to eat. Her parents were overwhelmed, but Jesus insisted that they not tell anyone about what had happened. 
awesome passage. So if you have any thoughts, um, I would love to see them. And I'm sure uh, others would love to hear what you have to say. It's an incredible passage where so much of Jesus's nature is revealed. Just a, a few random off the cuff thoughts for you. About the first bit, about this bit in the crowd where this woman who had been bleeding uh, for for her whole life had come um, and uh, and touched the edge of Jesus's cloak in a busy crowd. What does it say about who Jesus is? And maybe to be slightly cheesy this morning, doesn't it say that? Jesus is the kind of God that that sees you, even in a crowd. That even when you're surrounded by busyness and noise and other things going on, that when we reach out to him, he sees us. So much healing, the story of healing in, in this passage, but... Um, you know me, I like to be a little metaphoric sometimes. Um, uh, what about the bit at the end where they're laughing at him because they all know that she had died, but Jesus says, my child, get up. Get up. Come back to life. Jesus does that today, but he also does it to our souls. That how often do we uh, fall into, I guess, not to be too heavy this morning, a spiritual deadness. But Jesus stands at the door and says, come back to life. And it's a message of constant renewal. And that's what I love about Jesus is it's not a quick fix moment where you say, Lord Jesus, come into my life and boom, everything's perfect and you're in a white robe. But it's a journey where Jesus is constantly calling us back to life. It's like the story of Lazarus, if you know it. Come back to life, come back to life. But perhaps my favourite bit is the bit right at the bottom. This girl has been dead. I mean, I, I, I guess it's a bit morbid, but picture it. This girl, this young girl has been dead and she's lying upstairs on a bed and and everyone's crying and wailing and Jesus brings her back to life. What's the first thing he says? Get that girl some food. Yeah. I love Jesus. This is incredible passage. So I, I'm just going to scroll up through the comments. Sorry, this is some random thoughts. But um, don't you love how Jesus prioritizes food? Um, uh, it's It's good. It's back to the barbecue. Should we go back up? We're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. So, Julie, I love the woman's faith. She knew she'd be healed and she just touched Jesus' cloak. Isn't it incredible? Danny, wow, that poor lady given her culturally unclean state for the crowd to hear Jesus say, daughter. Wow. Thanks, Danny, for my nice use of the word of metaphor. Thank you, Drash. This is incredible, guys. Keep trusting Jesus when all looks hope hopeless. 
We cannot hide anything from Jesus. He understands our unspoken worry. I love the dead girl just getting up for food and normal life. It's incredible, isn't it, that we can read a passage like this and it can just speak so many things to us all in different ways. Thanks, guys. As the comments keep coming in, keep reading them, keep reflecting on them. And I encourage you, why not give the passage another read later? Um, because uh, God really wants to speak to you through it. He wants to challenge you and give you stuff, new stuff about him and for the day. So we go back to the common prayer. Find us in your love, O Lord, and lead us in your path. It's got a lovely little reflection that I'm going to read to you. 20th century Presbyterian theologian and writer Frederick Buchner has, wrote, has written, Who knows how the awareness of God's love first hits people? Every person has his own tale to tell, including the person that would not even believe in God if you paid him. Some moment happens in your life, um, some moment happens in your life that makes you say yes right up to the roots of your hair, that makes it worth having been born just for it to happen. Laughing with somebody till the tears run down your cheeks, waking up and seeing the first snow, being in bed with someone you love. Whether you thank God for such a moment or thank your lucky stars it is a moment that is trying to open up your whole life if you try and turn your back on such a moment and hurry along to business as usual it may lose you the whole ball game if you throw your arms around such a moment and hug it like crazy it might just save your soul how about the person that you know who as far as you can possibly tell has never had such a moment. Maybe for that person, the moment that has to happen is you. It's an incredible writing, isn't it? I heard somewhere this week, and I just can't for the life of me remember, but um, it was some Christian somewhere uh, saying that um, the church needs to stop um, saying let's get back to business as usual um why would we want to go back to business as usual when what was what was going on before wasn't working that in our world today there are more slaves than there has ever been in the history of humanity that there was brokenness and austerity and and poverty and and this plague of loneliness and depression and that suicide was the highest leading cause of death in men under the age of 35. Why on earth would we ever want to go back to business as usual? And this guy, this Christian guy, uh, it was I think it was a guy. It very well may have been a woman. As I said, I have no idea who it is, so I'm totally stealing this. Um, uh, why would we want to go back to business as usual? Where are the modern day prophets calling forth a new way? Calling us to be a new beginning? And uh, yeah, Danny, good, right, goodbye business as usual. But what I love about this reflection as it's talking about those special moments, those moments that define us, those moments we hold on to. Can I dare say that right now is, is a moment? 
that this moment that is awful and disgusting and hurting so many people. Can this be a moment where the church becomes a modern prophetic voice in the wilderness and say, let's not go back to business as usual. Business as usual wasn't working. And be a new voice. Anyway, just something to you to ponder on. We've all got a part in that voice. So pray into it. I certainly want to be praying into this. What does it mean to not go back to business as usual? And the that little quote ends by saying this. Um, think about those people that have never had one of these moments. And it says, maybe for that person, the moment that has to happen is you. Let's be the modern day prophets. Let's call into the wilderness and let's say no, goodbye business as usual. This is a new beginning. Uh, it's gonna things are gonna look differently now. Anyway, big challenge, big things to think about. No idea how we're gonna get there, uh, but we're the church. We can do it. So now we're gonna have a time to pray for others, and uh, God really hears us, and He really is moving, and He really, really, really cares. So what I would love you to do is, I say this every time, but you guys are so capable of praying and God really wants to hear from you this morning. So we're going to take 30 seconds. I'm going to do it too. Wherever you're at, I want you to pray for the things that are on your heart, um, particularly for others, particularly for our world, particularly for situations that need change and transformation. Um, and I want you to bring them before God yourself. And then if you're comfortable to share them in the comments, um, uh, it does. As I said it doesn't um, mean that they get to God any better by sharing them in the comments, um, but actually it just helps us as a community to know what each other are praying about. It helps us to be together. Um, so thirty seconds. It starts now. Pray. Whack them in the comments. So I will just pray for uh, a general prayer over everything that you have prayed. So, Father. We thank you that you are um, present with us and that you are present in pain and in joy and in all the circumstances that we're all in as your people. And Lord, we just pray now and lift you the things that have been brought to you. And Lord, we ask that you would intervene, that you would work miracles and that you would challenge us in all the situations to be your hands and feet. Amen. So shall we say the Lord's Prayer together? I am going to use um, the modern Anglican version, um, but you use whatever you like. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So Lord Jesus, will you give us grace to be present in this moment? Lord, when your love is real enough to taste... Where, sorry, where your love. I'm going to pray that whole bit again. Lord Jesus, will you give us grace 
to be present in this moment, Lord, where your love is real enough to taste. Amen. So may the Lord, uh, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. And may he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I hope you found it helpful. Um, I hope you have a cracking day. Um, so, yeah, same again tomorrow, 9.15. Um, come and join us. Come and get ready for the day. Um, and I hope you have a good day. Yeah, so bless you all. Enjoy the sun.